This podcast is brought to you by Girls Living Boldly. Hey, what's up, you guys? It's your girl, Jazz, and welcome to Becoming Bold with Jasmine Thomas. Hello, 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 everybody. What's going on? Welcome back to the podcast, or welcome if you're new. It's been quite a minute. It's been roughly two weeks since the last podcast episode, and I do apologize for that. Not that anybody really missed me, but it's the principle, you know. Also, uh, happy Father's Day, y'all. I hope y'all are having fun hanging out with your dads and all that. But today's topic is, you know what, we just need a moment of silence for today's topic. Thank you. Today's topic is periods or menstrual cycle if you want to be scientific. And honestly, I feel like this topic is just self-explanatory. So we're just going to cut to the chase and we're going to get to this interview I had with a woman named Valerie Carey. Valerie Carey is a retired NYPD police sergeant who went from policing to periods. She is a menstrual maven who has been mentoring girls and women on holistic ways to have happier, healthier menstrual cycles for the past 10 years. She is the founder of the menstrual wellness company, TOTM, Time of the Month, an award-winning talk show host, TV and film producer, a published author of the TOTM Ultimate Period Planner, real estate investor, and community activist. Hey, Val. Hey, Jazz. How's it going? It's going well. (laughs) Thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I truly appreciate you. Of course. Uh, We're just going to get straight to the questions. Sounds good. So what inspired you to write your book? Uh, The inspiration behind the book would be my daughter, Shelby, Uh, Shelby Tyler. She is the muse for uh, the whole brand of TOTM. And um, when I began to think about when she was going to have her first period, how was I going to have the period talk with her? How was I going to have this conversation with her? Uh, how was I going to prepare her for her first period? And I, I was really troubled with thinking about how I was going to handle that because I didn't have the period talk with my mom. So, and me thinking of ways on how to help prepare her for something that she's going to have to deal with for at least maybe 40 years of her life, I thought maybe we can, um, or I can actually create a journal for her or create a template um, of sorts. And then, you know, write down tips for her. And as I was writing this down in a composition book, just for Shelby, I said, you know, this would be a great idea if I turned this into a book, because I'm sure that there are other girls and women uh, who, could utilize something like this because tracking is very, very important. And knowing yourself, which is through, you know, understanding your body and tracking your symptoms and uh, the things that you eat, you have a better idea on how you can have a healthier, happier, less painful period naturally. 
So the muse and the reason for the book was all because of Shelby. Awesome. So the scientific name is a menstrual cycle, but what do we call it menstruation? Um, well, menstruation is the word, it actually is like a Latin derivative um, of menses, which means month. And because women bleed on a monthly cycle, um, the word came about as menstruation. Um, and it's really interesting because we refer to our periods as monthlies or uh, monthly cycles, which is like going back to the derivative of the Latin word menses. And sometimes we do call it menses also. Well, why is it that we usually crave chocolate on our periods? You know, it's an interesting question. Uh, some people, and, and I'm going to say people of the male persuas persuasion, would think that women and girls, like, we just simply want to have chocolate because, like, we use our periods as an excuse to have chocolate. But, you know, during your period, you sometimes, um, you have dips in your iron and dips in magnesium. You have dips in your energy. And, of course, your, your energy is going to be low because your hormones are dipping and you, you're low on iron. And your body knows what it needs. And uh, what some people don't really even realize is that chocolate is a great mood booster. It has uh, antioxidants in it. It has magnesium, which our bodies need, especially during that time of the month because it helps with cramping. Uh, it also has iron in it. And so instead of us as women administrators, like kind of our bodies are not going to necessarily crave the, for the majority of us, I believe. We're not going to crave like spinach, which has iron in it. We're going to crave something that's going to make us feel good, taste good, which is chocolate. Although some of us do crave a good steak, which has a lot of iron in it, too, during that time of the month. Um, have you found yourself like craving something specific during your, your time of the month, your TOTM, as I call it? Yes, it's usually chocolate, specifically chocolate ice cream. <laughs> Yeah, chocolate is good. I definitely uh, recommend if, in fact, you find yourself craving chocolate. Uh, oh, you know, a lot of us may be partial to the milk chocolate, but the dark chocolate has more uh, nutritional uh, benefits for us. So, you know, if, in fact, you're craving chocolate during your time of the month, go for some dark chocolate. It's higher in cocoa content, has um, antioxidants, and it's going to help you, you know during that time. Good stuff. Uh, could you explain PMS or premenstrual syndrome? Uh, premenstrual premenstrual syndrome, PMSing. You know, it's funny how um, some people like to say if, you know, a woman is in a bad mood, oh, she's just PMSing. But PMS is like a group of 
different symptoms that we as menstruators may experience um, prior to our bleeding phase. Uh, it sometimes happens around ovulation as well. Um, so it's different things. You might experience cramping or craving or mood swings, which is why when, you know, there's a woman in a, you know, in a workplace that's predominantly, you know, male operated, if she's not in a great mood, they might say, oh, she's just PMSing because, you know, they may uh, relate that with mood swings, but bloating and cramping, sometimes you might feel fatigued. Uh, and some, some of us get what you call period, period pimples. So <laughs> before, um, your cycle, you might experience some uh, acne. And this is um, particularly due to the hormonal fluctuations that we experience um, prior to actually getting our periods. Hey, it's quote time. Yeah, it's quote time. Uh, uh, yes, yeah, quote time. And I'm be honest, guys, I couldn't find a good quote for this episode. So you guys are just going to have to enjoy the song. Could you also explain menopause? So it's interesting. Menopause, menstruation, menses, menarche. Menarche is like the first period that you actually get. They all start with the men, M-E-N thing. But um, it's not necessarily because of men. It's it's that Latin word. But menopause is like the end of your menstruations. Like that is the very end. So um, when a woman goes 12 months without having a period, then she would deem she would be deemed officially as menopaused. Um, pre 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 menopausal, you may um, have a period and then you skip three periods and then you'll have another period. So you may be thinking that you're in menopause, but you're premenopausal, um, but you're not in menopause until you uh, completely do not have a period for 12 months or more. Uh, and this normally happens um, in the age range of your 40s or your 50s for some women. And knowing you can't predict when you're going to go into menopause, but you can get an idea of when you may reach menopause based off of the other women and menstruators in your family. So if your mom uh, went through menopause in her 40s, then you may go through menopause in your 40s. Uh, and if she has sisters, if you have aunts, even on your father's side, you can talk to your the women in your in your family and ask, are you still getting your monthly cycle? Are you still getting your menstruation? And that way you can have an idea of when you may be going into your stages of menopause. And menopause is just a, you know, um, it's, a, it's the decline of, you know, reproductive hormones uh, that would allow you to actually reproduce and have a baby. So, um, when we menstruate, we menstruate on a monthly basis because we hadn't fertilized an egg. So our body is like preparing for a baby to come. And then it's like the baby didn't come. So the housing that uh, we build up during that 28 days, it's like, okay, we don't need it now. We're going to start fresh. Um, as you get older, those hormones are not produced. Um, your eggs are not being released. 
and you um, you don't have periods. And then you go into 12 months of not having periods. And then after that, you don't have periods anymore. But just as we have premenstrual syndrome, um, like PMS, during uh, menopause, we can experience different symptoms like hot flashes because of um, the hormonal uh, fluctuations. You can experience hot flashes, um, brain fog, um, insomnia. Uh, sometimes like your skin gets a little dull or your hair may get dull. So knowing when you're about to go into different phases of your life and different phases of your cycle, you would want to support those phases with uh, nutrients and food to help supplement whatever symptom that you're going to be experiencing. Mm. Well, we have one last question. <laughs> I know that was like a mouthful. You asked me one question and I, I could go on and on talking about this topic. Um, I just think that more women and girls should really open. So I'm really, you know, proud of you and thankful to um, be able to be on your platform to speak about, uh, menstruation, which was, and still in some places, considered to be a taboo topic. And it really shouldn't be because it's really just biology of something that, you know, we as women, girls, administrators go through. Definitely. So what should all teenage girls know when it comes to their period? Oh, my gosh, there's so many things to know. First and foremost, no two periods are the same. Please do not compare yourself to your friends. You know, not everyone's going to get their period at the same time, just like with menopause. You don't know when you're going to get your first period, but, you know, parents can kind of gauge when their children are about to get their period, just, you know, based off of their own experience. But with girls, um, teenagers, know that um, you don't have to sideline your life because of your period. You can stay active. I definitely would uh, encourage girls to participate in sports and exercise um, during their cycle, not necessarily hard exercise, like light stretching and um, walking and yoga, because again, your, your hormones fluctuate during the phases. And something that all people should know is that there are four phases to menstruation. So it's not just about the bleeding phase. Um, you have your menstruation, which is your bleeding phase, and that's when you have low hormones, so you have low energy. Um, I don't necessarily say that you should be doing like high, high um, impact training during that time. And then you have the follicular phase, and that's when your energy starts to rise, your estrogen starts to rise, and you can start to like participate in more active activities. And then you have ovulation and you luteal phases. So one thing I would like to say is that um, girls should know that menstruation is just not about the bleeding. It's four different phases of it. Um, it's not something that's taboo. And to stay positive um, is something that you're going to experience for a great deal, a great portion of your life. And it's not something that you should uh, allow to stop you, to hinder you. You can definitely be successful and happy and not have painful periods. 
um, all at the same time. And tracking is very, very important. So I definitely would tell teenage girls to also make sure that they track their periods, not just to know whether or not, you know, if they can possibly get pregnant, but to know what phase that they're in so that they could support those phases with, you know, good foods again, um, to help with their energy and knowing what exercises they can do during those times. That's it. There's no more questions. Uh, Thank you for being on the podcast once again. Oh, thank you for having me, Jazz. And thank you for bringing up these uh, topics for girls, uh, teenagers, and so that, you know, they can, you all can thrive. Because sometimes if you don't know, if you don't have resources or you're not able to talk about some of the experiences that you're you're having, then, you know, you think that you're alone and you're not. And one more thing that I just want to say, accidents will happen and it's okay. And if you do have a period accident, you know, you might stain your, your pants or something like that. One of my favorite tips would be to just grab some hydrogen peroxide. It will take the stain out immediately. Nice. Uh, well, that's the end of this episode, everyone. I hope y'all enjoyed. And we'll, I'll see you guys later. Bye. Yeah, our episode has come to an end, y'all. But before it does, y'all already know we got to do the Sunday reminder. Today's Sunday reminder is you're awesome. And the reason you're awesome is because you can bleed for a week straight without dying. And that is it, y'all. Our episode is done. Uh, we have another episode coming next Sunday, I promise. Uh, remember to follow me on Instagram at Girls If I'm Boldly. Remember to always live boldly, and I'll see y'all in my next podcast episode. Bye.